0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good
1: morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman and Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, Planet Open Box, having an auction for Apple products, Samsung products, beats headphones small appliances and more bidding is open right now at rollerauction.com get involved get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash mhs good morning how are top you top
2: of the morning my friend how are you today i'm good how are you i'm you know i'm all right uh, yeah. it's uh what we're, we're to wednesday mm-hmm. we've got a saturday game this week in detroit with the with the broncos we've got nikola Jokic being thrown out of games we've got Draymond Green throwing wild punches, saying he didn't really mean it. Hmm. And uh so plenty, plenty of uh plenty of meat on the bone yeah, to get going today.
1: It's funny how Draymond Green started his press conference yesterday. We'll get into it in a minute. <laughs> he started his press conference by saying, You know me, I'm not one who apologizes. Well, that's something to be proud of.
2: Uh, yeah, thanks Con- for that, Draymond.
1: Time
0: now for the lead. <laughs> The lead is presented by Smoke & Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park.
1: Yesterday late in the show, we had a conversation about something that Kyle Shanahan did where he encouraged his players to get under the skin of DK Metcalf, basically saying this guy, you know, runs hot, you can find a way to get him upset, take him off his game and sure enough, the uh, 49ers did that, and DK Metcalf got kicked out of the game. And Shanahan went as far to say, uh, "Somebody's going to get a nice Christmas present to whoever gets DK hot under the collar and out of the game." Essentially, part of that conversation was, "Who on the Broncos, Nuggets, and Avs can you do that to?" To which we both agreed pretty quickly: Nikola Jokic is the guy. Yeah, you can get under his skin, and maybe do it enough where he's going to do something to get kicked out of a game. Well, fast forward less than 12 hours, in which Jokic
2: was kicked out of a game again. But this time by an official with, I'm not going to say thin skin. I mean, I would think that you hear a lot of stuff as an NBA official. So he wasn't goaded into anything by another player or anything like that. He was just PO'd about a call or a lack of a call from an official and he stated his unhappiness in no uncertain terms and you know the reaction to it he gets ejected on serbian night in chicago is by that, the way is that unbelievable uh, yeah unbelievable he, but you know eric everyone's there to watch the officials no one wants to watch Nikola Jokic. Well, there's a reason why he was
1: ejected on Serbian night when he was. It was before halftime, and I believe that the referees wanted to give Jokic an opportunity in the second half to sign as many autographs as possible <laughs> right. bef- before the people went home.
2: Yeah, I'll be out in the concourse. Right. Bring down whatever your popcorn wrapper or whatever yeah. whatever it is. Yeah.
1: I'll do it. Yeah, the timing of it Serbian night. I mean, really.
2: Uh, it just and and on top of it, the reaction from the fans in Chicago who act- actively booed the decision. Now, think about that. You're in Chicago. Now, right, granted, it's Serbian night, right? Those
1: are the people who are booing.
2: Well, there was it was a pretty good symphony of boos raining down. And then you've got the, the Bulls radio team, yeah. TV team, saying, King. Yeah. What, what in the hell are we doing here? Right. Uh, And my question is, what in the hell are we doing here? Right. For God's sakes. Look, and I realize that this is a, comes from a place in Denver where we probably, not probably, we definitely give Nikola Jokic the benefit of the doubt. And I will admit that. So this comes from a homer place. But he's the two-time MVP. He's the best player on the reigning NBA champion. I, I just wonder if other players of similar cachet any time in history could expect the kind of treatment that he gets in games. And I'm not just talking about being run for calling someone an MF-er. I'm I'm talking about the whistle that he gets or doesn't get every single night out. And you watch games and it's like, is anybody taking care of this dude? And I say this because if you watched back in the day, Bird and Magic and Jordan and guys like that, they got LeBron. The benefit of good whistles was a remarkably consistent story in the NBA and a complaint by competitors. But you don't get that for Nikola Jokic, and I'm not sure why that is. Do you think stars should get preferential whistles? I don't know. I don't know about if it's fully preferential, then probably not, because well, the, that
1: that's what it is. Uh, that's what you're suggesting he should get. I'm because, su- because other guys got it. So what I'm asking is, should well, the other what guys I'm have
2: suggesting is you shouldn't be booted out of a game for calling a, a ref an mf'er. <laughs> I, I I will. I'll, I'll die on that hill. I mean, get over yourself. Seriously. Come on. Really? That's some pretty thin skin in a job where you probably hear a hell of a lot worse. You do.
1: But I also think that I'm not suggesting you should have been ejected.
2: At least a technical. Give him a technical. Tee him up. Right. Right?
1: I would agree with that. Okay. Not ejected. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you're allowed to say that to somebody, what's next? You're a sea sucker. I mean, well, what's no? Seriously, what is next? Well, I don't. I mean, if you, I don't know. Well, well, my my point is, is that if you allow it to get to the MFR point, what's the next frontier? So eventually, you got to cut it off someplace, don't you? Well, the
2: next frontier is I'll do something to your family or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I,
1: I, I, well, he already brought up. He already made it maternal. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't talk about How come it's him? not father effort? Why mother? Oh, I don't know. I I don't know. I just know that guys are getting off easy again. It's the women who always, you know, take the punches.
2: Well, women are tougher than men. Look and that at, and, and that is and that isn't even close. Yeah. So let, let's just all call it the way it is.
1: I mean, I suppose, I mean, uh Mandy and I are are married. And, uh, do you suppose I, or are you sure? No, I know we are okay good. And uh, she has my, my stepdaughter um, is Madison. so I guess that makes me
2: a mother effort too. You're on you go you're out on that ledge by yourself Am I
1: saying something that isn't accurate. Point is is that I, I think that even though you're upset in the heat of the moment, you do need to have a little bit of control, but to your point, it should have been a technical.
2: And to your point, and you're right, and I will agree with you on this, and, and Nicola even said it afterwards. Yeah. He went, he crossed the line. There you go. And and so there's an admission there. Right. But we're talking about, and by the way, the Nuggets won the game, and there's all sorts of good things to take from it. Julian they got, Strother. Julian Strother, two straight games. It's yeah. been a good road trip for them. They've yeah. won a couple of games. Great. My issue is with the treatment that he gets now. nicole has got to help himself, and I think that that will be Michael Malone if it hasn't been already. Right? It'll be Michael Malone's message, right. and and I get it. I certainly get it. I'm not going to be Pollyannish about this, but I just, I just don't, I just don't feel like he is respected. On another note. I don't think any
1: suspension for Draymond Green can be long enough. Dude. Can be long enough. If you do it for the rest of the season, which they're not going to, why don't you explain what happened last night as the Suns took on the Warriors. A Warriors team, by the way, that has a payroll of $400 million. This is truly their last stand to win a
2: championship. In a game won by the Suns, by the way, 119-116, uh about midway through the third quarter, Green and Nurkic. Your, uh, yeah, Green and, and Yusuf Nurkic, Nurkic were not even really jostling. I mean, there had been some obvious give and take, but when isn't there, right? In an NBA game? I mean, you're talking almost from the moment that you start the game, yeah. but he literally spun around and fired a haymaker. Yeah. And I mean a haymaker. Yeah. It was thrown with harmful intent, in my opinion. Yes. Not that I've thrown any in my life or received any. Maybe received a couple. Okay. But, I mean, this was like, oh, wait a minute. What in the hell did we just see?
1: That was like a Kermit Washington.
2: Yes. It was a it was a harmfully intent thrown punch. And,
1: of course, he was ejected from the game. This is the third time he's been ejected from a game in 31 games. The last time an incident happened, he put Rudy Gobert in a headlock, got him five games. He will certainly get 10 games. If he got the rest of the season, that's fine with me. Here's the thing. Draymond Green isn't the same player that he used to be. No. He's always tried to be a big bully and a big intimidator. He's a Hall of Fame style player. He is. He is a big reason why the the Warriors have won as many championships as they've had. He is the heartbeat of that team. He plays physical. I get it, but he has lost some of his skill, and in order to make up for it, now he's playing dirty. With that, he's a danger to the game. And I and I, you're probably going to think I'm making a direct comparison, and I'm not. In football, you're wearing pads yeah. and helmets. Helmets, right. Draymond Green and Kareem Jackson are doing similar things and they just don't understand they can't do that. With Kareem Jackson, as he said on the show yesterday, there's nothing I could do about it. this is the way that I play. What Draymond Green is doing is far more egregious. Far, far more. For, for starters, I couldn't agree more. They're, they're, You're for right. starters, there's no padding. Right. I don't believe that Kareem Jackson is a dirty player. Mm-mm. I believe Kareem Jackson has very little interest in adjusting to the new rules. I think Draymond Green is a dirty player, but the truth is, both guys. This is where it, it is similar. Both guys are dangerous to their opponents.
2: Or to their own reasons. Or to their own teammates. I mean Jordan Poole is no longer even in San Francisco. Now he is nobody off. nobody is, wants him. He's off in the Siberia of the uh, of the NBA in I don't, Washington. I, I don't think so,
1: Washington wants him anymore either. That guy's a train wreck.
2: He is, but he helped to keep Golden State afloat at some, yeah. At, at some Let's move on from time. Jordan
1: Poole More, more about Draymond Green. I mean, well, I, I mean, he
2: punched him in the. I mean, he he punched right. his own teammate right. out. Right. Basically, so my the 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 overarching point is, dude's got issues. Yeah. And the issues need to be dealt with. Right. Beyond just a suspension. Yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: stop it. The, th- the here's the
1: thing. <coughs> Draymond Green is proud of what he does out there. He has an image to uphold as an enforcer and a tough guy. And again, that is a difference between him and Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson is not trying to portray this image. He's not.
2: No, he's just a football player, used to playing the way that he plays. Right. But- and and doesn't understand how the game is, quote-unquote, evolving. The similarity
1: between drama and this is the only similarity in my opinion, the similarity is is that both guys are dangerous players that can really hurt their opponents and they're doing it in very different ways, but they're both dangerous right now. They are, they're dangerous.
2: Yeah. Right. I I mean, I guess I, yeah, I I don't, I'm not totally comfortable with the comparison. Kareem is doing it in, in the commission, in the commission of a game. It's a bang bang thing, yeah, and it, and it's not premeditated, right? Yeah,
1: at all. I I agree with you on all that. I said the only similarity is they are a danger to their opponents because Draymond Green. I don't even need to go there. I mean,
2: Draymond Green is just
1: right. He he is he's reckless. Yeah, short fused and reckless. Right, right. For for Kareem, has he given a guy a concussion? Yes. Oh, because he didn't hit where he was supposed to. And as he said, in so many words, this is how I play. And for Draymond Green, this is how I play. Although they are very, very different, there are some slight similarities. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk more about Colorado football. And we should be talking about Colorado sure. football. Yesterday, yesterday, we had a conversation about all the money that is going into Boulder. With that, um, There is an interesting site. It is called Blue Bloods. And they ranked all of the guys in the transfer portal. Where is CU on this? And we say it all the time in the NFL. Who cares if you win the offseason? You can make the case that, well, Colorado is about to win the offseason for the second year in a row. Is winning the offseason, does that help you with the regular season? Year one did, kind of. Well, year two, that's next.
0: Sight, taste, and sound, but I can believe... Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda, a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce
1: welcome back morning drive Goodman hurdle watch us mylifesports.com you can reach us on the roller auctions Twitter feed at Bruce hurdle at Eric Goodman today planet open box is having an auction for Apple products Samsung products beats headphones small appliances and more bidding open right now at RollerAuction.com. get involved get notifications about roller auctions uh get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS time now for the buzz
0: The Buzz is presented by Johnson Garage Doors. Fast, on-time, professional, same-day services. That's Johnson Garage Doors. Go to johnsongaragedoors.com.
1: According to Blue Blood Bias, that's a lot of alliteration there. They follow uh, high school sports very closely. Uh, They look at all of the recruits. They certainly know the people coming out in the transfer portal. Uh, They have ranked right now Colorado having the number one transfer portal class. They also ranked... Colorado with the number one transfer portal class last year. Mm-hmm. Then again, with the amount of volume that they brought in, and they did bring in some highly rated guys, specifically Shadur and Travis Hunter, and even Shiloh. You're going to go up the charts. What makes this to me even more interesting is, is that they are number one, and this whole thing is basically focused only on offensive line. Yeah, yeah. They you- they, they haven't even started with defense yet.
2: Yeah, Dion says that's this week. <laughs> Right. So, right. so, so more is coming. Look, maybe more than, and I'd have to think about this because I'll, this sounds hot take but maybe more than any other sport, the college football off season is the one that really tends to excite fan bases the most. Recruiting. Recruiting, man. It's another season unto itself, isn't it? It is.
1: We, we got a five-star oh guy my God.
2: out of Yakima, Washington. Yeah. Nice. And you, you've you never heard of the guy,
1: and you've never seen him play.
2: But by God, he's got some stars next to him. Right.
1: Right. Because somebody put stars on him. Right. A guy, you, you don't even know if the guy is qualified to evaluate talent.
2: <laughs> you don't.
1: But okay. be that as it may. And how many times, how many times, if we're being completely honest here, are these evaluators actually going out and physically watching these guys at a game? Because really, it's a great as, question. As Charlie Casserly said to me a very long time ago, former GM of the Texans won Super Bowls uh, with the Washington then Redskins. He said to me, the best way by far to evaluate a player is to be at the game. You cannot do it as well on tape. You just cannot. That's what he told me. Those are his words not
2: mine and i buy it and i and it makes perfect sense for me but um because you know what if you evaluate a guy strictly on
1: tape you have no idea what's going on from the neck up mm-mm. none you could have all the talent in the world and be jamarcus russell you could have all the talent in the world and be jeff george you can have all the talent in the world and be jay
2: cutler or tony Mandarich, even
1: Or J.R. Smith. Right. It goes to any sport. Mm -hmm. What do you have upstairs? They're being evaluated on what they can do in terms of talent. As I've said many times about the transfer portal, be careful with the transfer portal because generally speaking, you are getting guys who are disgruntled at a very young age. You are getting guys who are not happy in their situation for whatever reason. Maybe they don't think they're getting enough playing time. Maybe they don't think they're making enough money. You know, people leave for different reasons. But what are you getting from the neck up? But I'll tell you this, when you see it on paper, it's pretty impressive. It is. So this is what I'm looking at on paper right here. Number one offensive tackle coming out of high school. Number four athlete in the recruiting class. Number 15 wide receiver in the recruiting class. Number one interior lineman in the portal. Uh, Number five interior lineman in the portal. Number five tight end in the portal. Number seven offensive lineman in the portal. Also number nine in that in that category. And number twenty four wide receiver in the portal. All of that is incredibly impressive. But this is what we don't know. How strong is the portal? Yeah. Because when you look at free agency, oh, we got the number on this, and one this. Well, how how strong was free agency?
2: And and how is the evaluation being It's not to
1: take anything away.
2: Although maybe a little bit because what I'm trying to take is, away? No, no, I don't think you're trying to take no, away not. anything. But but you gotta have, I guess, some basis of judging and stacking players um to be judged, I get. I get it. But having said that, what is the process at CU for Dion? To, and where is he getting his information and where is his belief coming from in the players that, in other words, are you just plucking a number or are you plucking a player? Do you How much due diligence have you done on the right. player?
1: How much scouting? Because I can tell you right now,
2: yeah. unlike the
1: NFL, in which they have scouts in different regions. Exactly. I mean, yes, for all we know, they're looking at a list – And this guy's number five. Well, let's go after him. Bingo. What do do you know about him? I have no idea. I just know he's got four stars next to him. And then, but but in all fairness, you are looking at stats. The kid out of Indiana, Mm -hmm. supposedly a really good offensive lineman. Yeah. Okay. He's got good cred. So and he wants to come to Colorado, and he has agreed to come to Colorado. I have no idea why he left. Maybe maybe the guy maybe the guy is an upstanding guy, great in the community. You know, works at homeless shelters and. You know, walks old ladies across the street. Great student, for all I know. I don't know. I don't know why he left. But I think it's important to know why. Some no, there's leaving.
2: always a story, and and there, and the backstory is it is pretty darned important most of the time. But there it there has to be some form of rating, scouting, judging players instead of just taking a number off the shelf because it's shiny. And I'm not saying that that's what's happening. I would be curious to know what their pipeline is for figuring out who they really like and why they like them coming in the portal. Well, here's something interesting. You can have
1: people at your, in your program, go check out recruits Mm -hmm. because you know they will be going to college You have no idea, really, at the beginning of the season, probably, with any of these kids, if they're going to hit the portal. You don't know until the last minute. No. So then you're scrambling to find out everything that you can about someone. How do you scout portal kids? You really can't. It's pretty hard. Because it's really a last-minute thing. A guy says, I want to leave, and then you got to jump on him quickly, and in a matter of days, you bring him out, I don't know how long the conversation is. I don't know what kind of interview is going on. I, I think the best example I can give in apples to apples because it's it happened up at Colorado. Everyone was fawning over Kormani McLean. Oh my God. This guy, what, four star guy, five star guy? Yeah. This, this guy's gonna be a defensive back of the future here. This guy's all this talent. And what did we find out? He doesn't like to work hard. No. He doesn't like to dig into the playbook. And Dion called him out, and I commend Sanders. We're calling him out, but just because you have talent, what's going on from the neck up?
2: Yeah, you never know. And it and in fairness to Cormani McLean, he ended up getting back, getting on the field the second half this season was a was a decent player. Not certainly nothing that made you go, he's wow. A, he's a freshman. He, he was, yeah, 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 exactly. I'll, well no, put, he's a freshman. Well put. So, yes, plenty to be excited about. And these guys by the way when you add
1: up all their stats number of games played a lot number of snaps like 3000 between all these guys and they've given up a total of eight sacks so you you can go by the numbers those are some pretty good numbers those are those are great those numbers. are good numbers however however did one of those guys come from a running offense right who was the quarterback you know there, there's so many different things. As, as I've said many times, stats don't always
2: tell yeah. the story. Yeah. And do you really know what you're getting in portal kids? Not as much as in the old days when you could really do your due diligence on a player transferring into your program. What,
1: what I do know is, and I think it's probably pretty consistent, what you are getting in a portal kid is a guy who has already shown mm-hmm. that he is willing to commit and then get upset and say, I want to leave. You do get that. That is consistent, generally speaking. I didn't get what I wanted, and now I'm going to go someplace else. Now that this guy has a history, what makes you think he's not going
2: to do that at your school? It's a fair question. It really is. It's a fair question. It's very intriguing. I get why uh, Buff Nation is excited. Should be. Totally. I mean... Yeah, but there's no rubber on the road yet. Right. We, we're not even to spring ball. It, and everything changes. Everything changes when you get on the field.
1: Right. Now, in all fairness, uh, there have been some superstars coming out of the portal. Uh, Penix transferred from Indiana to Washington. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix, he transferred as well. Auburn right? to Oregon. Right. Yep. And when you look at Blue Blood's top five transfer portal schools from last year, um, one of those schools was Colorado at the top. Florida State was number six. How did they do this year?
2: Pretty dan- I don't think they've lost. Right, right. Uh, Mississippi was, I think, third. How they do this year? They were really good up until the fact, until the point that where they weren't that good anymore. Well, but they
1: were really good for a while. Well, but they're still a top twenty team.
2: Yeah. Okay. Auburn,
1: they were in the top five. Sure. Top twenty team. Yeah. So portal kids can help. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you don't necessarily know what you're getting. You know what you're getting in terms of talent, but I don't think you know what you're getting is in terms of person.
2: Yeah. There is at least a track record with kids in the portal. When you are, when you're, when you're bringing in, see tape, you've got tape, you've got rep against SEC opponents exactly or big 10 opponents. And, and that means something. It does. That means something. So I I'm excited by it. I'll be really interested to see what they do on the defensive end of things, but I'm excited about it. Look, they were four and eight last year, uh, six of their, of their eight losses, came to ranked football teams. Um, They only had a couple of implosions, certainly at Oregon, second half against Stanford, but they stood toe-to-toe with most opponents and were competitive. They understand their weaknesses. Some of them are glaring deficiencies. They're working to improve them and to make them better. We'll see whether or not The whole thing continues to move forward. It appears to be very nicely moving forward right now. Coming up after the break, Alex,
1: I know this is not your generation, and for Nigel, I know this is not your generation, but I felt a degree of sadness yesterday when I read, Al Michaels will not be part of the Mm. NBC NFL playoff coverage. Mm. This is the end of the line for Al Michaels, who is, to me, might be, the greatest play-by-play man of all time. Who's better? Where does he rank on the list? That's next.
0: Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning
1: drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller auctions. Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, Planet Open Box. Having an auction for Apple products, Samsung products, Beats, headphones, and more Bidding is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Al Michaels
1: is out and he was surprised to learn he is out on the NFL coverage on NBC for the playoffs. Reading this guy's biography Is a fascinating read His first television job Was picking the women To appear on the dating game How about that? That's how he started his career Then he was hired to do Color commentary with Chick Hearn On Lakers broadcast Mm -hmm. And after four games Chick Hearn said this guy's too young I don't want him around So he did not last very long needless to say he replaced dick enberg on ucla broadcasts for basketball he replaced keith jackson legendary guys keith jackson keith jackson hello everybody bumble bumble liar. he replaced keith jackson on uh doing the world series
2: coverage nah, keith Baseball, jackson right uh, i need a moment keith jackson Thank you for just saying the words. He is synonymous with college football. Oh, my God. Right? Keith Jackson.
1: I I don't know if there is a broadcaster who can say what Al Michaels can say. Right. He has done everything. And when I say everything, I mean figure skating at the Olympics, boxing, the Kentucky Derby, all four major sports, and then arguably the greatest call— In sports history, do you believe in miracles?
2: Yeah. On a game that was pre-recorded, didn't even run live. Very interesting. The the diversity and his versatility as a broadcaster, to me, is unmatched in broadcast history. He did everything. He did everything, and he did everything extremely well at the top of his game. It's interesting to me, and this may be different for other people, when I think of Al Michaels, I will think of Do You Believe in Miracles? Right. But I will also think of the World Series earthquake. Yes. And I will think of him in, on home turf in San Francisco, basically calling a tragedy as it was unfolding. He became a newsman instantaneously,
1: and it was a Flawless, seamless transition.
2: Absolutely seamless. And those, to me are moments that any broadcaster, either one of them taken singularly, any broadcaster would take it as their watershed moment. Right. He had two of them. Right. Did Monday
1: night football. He did baseball. When baseball was big in the 1970s and they had that Monday night game. Sure. He was the guy doing it. He replaced. So the reason why I brought up Dick Enberg and Keith Jackson is he replaced Two legendary sportscasters who still had a long way to go in their careers. And now he's being replaced. Yep. By Mike Tarico, probably.
2: Yeah, and the inevitability, time wins all bets. And when you listen to the critiques of Al
1: Michaels on Amazon, it's heartbreaking. When you listen to him do the games, he doesn't have the same enthusiasm doesn't feel like it. He's 79 years old.
2: Yeah. He's been, he's been around that corner for a while and, 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 and I'm not even going to get into level of preparation and things like that, that really make you great. You have to, you don't just sit down in front of a microphone and do play by play. It's a, it's a very acquired skill that you have to constantly hone and develop and and allow yourself to evolve and so much of it is born from preparation and yeah to me i i'm not even going to make a judgment i'm just going to say i think it's time i think that this is a clumsy way to end it but and especially if you hadn't Pull him aside and say, "Hey, here's what we're thinking." But you know this business, Eric, as well as anyone. That's not how it works. Right? It can it, it can be a, More times than not, it is a pull of the carpet
1: for people. And and look, bringing this back home to Colorado, I'm sure many of you, if you were around and you were an Avs fan, you remember when they won a Stanley Cup title in 2001 who was the studio host on ABC? Al Michaels. Hmm. He did everything. Yeah. I mean, how many how many sportscasters can say they've done all four major sports? Yep. And although I'm not sure if he did NBA games. He did college basketball. Right. Obviously. So he did all the sports. But did all four major did all four major sports? College and pro, generally speaking. But then did figure skating, the Preakness, the Kentucky Derby, road
2: cycling, uh, speed skating. He did everything. Worked for all three of the major networks. Right. At, at various times during his career. Uh, just a, a, is a giant, a giant in broadcasting. Right. And leaves sports broadcasting So much better than when he found it. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it?
0: One of the top NFL prospects in this year's draft has declared. And is there any chance Bill Belichick could be back with the Patriots next season? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. drive with goodman and hurdle presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har mazda find them at sthmazda.com. live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and bruce welcome back morning drive
1: goodman and hurdle watch us mylisports.com you can reach us roller auctions twitter feed at bruce hurdle at eric goodman today planet open box Having an auction for Apple products, Samsung products, Beats headphones, small appliances, and more. Bidding is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get involved, get notifications. But upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word.
0: The final word. Are you ready? Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two for one wine. Well and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to MountainHighAppliance.com. All right. Just in case you missed it, according to Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston, Patriots owner Robert Kraft has already decided to move on from Bill Belichick at the end of the season after their loss to the Colts on uh, during Week 10. Curran said. When they came out of the loss in Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was already made. Do you think Belichick is beyond the point where he could save his job with the Patriots once the season ends? Oh, I
2: think he's more than willing to move on, and probably he'll end up in L.A. with the Chargers. Think? Eh, why not? I mean, it w- might as well take a shot at it now in, in December, right? Well, he's still under
1: contract, and if Robert Kraft is smart, he doesn't fire him as the GM and the head coach. He uh-huh. keeps him on in some role so some team is willing to trade for him.
2: It, which would be a good business move, no question about it. It would be. Especially since you're a year removed from the Broncos spending a first-round draft pick to the Saints for the very same thing, yep. right? Yep. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. End of an era. Obviously, that, that all goes without saying, but you know what? The NFL is a hard businessman and and there's no sentimentality... When you get to the end of it, you generally get to the end of it because, A, you're going out on your own terms, which rarely happens, so you get your mic drop moment, or B, you're being shoved out the door because you can't do your job the way that you once did. I don't know Bill
1: Belichick. I know he's not overly pleasant to cover from what I have been told, but it is unfortunate for as much success as he has had when you look at his resume— There will be a black check mark on his resume saying, what did he do with Tom Brady? Hmm. What did he do without Tom Brady? Just like when Peyton Manning was here, I used to say this all the time back in, you know, 2012 on. Right. For John Elway, there is the Manning era, and what is he going to do after it? And I said that while Manning was still playing. What is John Elway going to do after Peyton Manning? Think about what John Elway did. And it is as impressive as you can possibly imagine. Although, Peyton Manning played a major role in bringing in free agents. DeMarcus Ware does not come here without Peyton Manning. I believe Aqib Talib does because they paid him. Does T.J. Ward? Does Darian Stewart? Mm. Do a bunch of other guys? Certainly on the offensive side, Brandon Stokely doesn't play here without Peyton Manning. Welker doesn't play here right. without Peyton Manning, yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, is that John Elway, as the GM, led, I'll use that word, two teams to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He had the best offense in NFL history under Peyton Manning. Yep. And arguably had a top five defense of all time under John Elway. But then after 2015, everything
2: fell apart. And there is no question that the desert that the Broncos have been in since 2015 is quickly, and I think correctly, related to John Elway. Yeah. Period. It is. I mean, that that's just the way it is. So how do you think of it? Maybe time needs to, you know, to kind of reel, you know, Head out a little bit more, but... Well, who's the big man on campus in this town?
1: It's Peyton Manning. Yes. John Elway has slid into the shadows. You never hear anything from him anymore. Maybe comfortably. Right. You never hear from him anymore. Maybe you might see an occasional commercial for his Chevy dealership, but that's about it. Peyton Manning is everywhere. Peyton Manning has taken over this town. Peyton Manning's
2: a Denver guy, man. It's pretty damn cool. Well, ask people in Indianapolis. They'll fight you on that. They they may fight, but they'd lose the battle. Where he live? Who's he calling us? Right. I, I, it's It's there for the taking, and I'm all for it. Right. But for
1: those that say he wears orange a lot, he also wears a lot
2: of powder blue. Well, he's a cult, too. No question about it. Right. He ain't living in Indianapolis. All right. That was
1: a Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. Don't forget the sales they have coming up as we head into Christmas. You want to redesign your entire kitchen. Mountain High Appliance, that's the place to go because they have they have designs of what your kitchen could look like when you walk into their stores in Littleton and Louisville. On high appliance again by the Louisville Littleton. Get extra special pricing at their clearance center in Denver. You shop there. I've shopped there as well. Coming up after the break, Nikola Jokic didn't finish the game last night because he MF the referee. Little strong. Should he have been kicked out? And then Draymond Green. Whew. He got kicked out as well. Very different set of circumstances. Assault. And you can make that case. That's next.